When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is an special report. Now reporting. The very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg. Yannin's at six. When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. From the ESPN New York News Desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to ENN. Ray Rowe. On TV. I've been a Yankee fan since 1984. I've been a Yankee fan since 1975. Can you believe how many I have of this, though? And, and and just so you guys know, we weren't asking for these. It just happened every day. I've been a Yankee fan since 2003. I've been a Yankee fan since 1946. All right, let me start off tonight by saying good evening to Michael. It will make me ill. And to Don. It's one of the rare times where I'm feeling something here. <laughs> and to Don. <laughs> Nobody sets a scene like Kenny. And to Don. I'm not a boop guy. <laughs> I knew that was going to And to Don. He's got a noodle arm. <laughs> and to my say, myself. For Bulafo? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, or Bufalo? Oh, uh, it's, you can't say that your fake name for a city wrong. It doesn't make any sense when you when you do that. For Bulafo? Yeah, yeah sure. Uh, or Bufalo? Oh, I think you should stop just after food for Bulafo, right? Yes. It's almost like a dedication in a book. For Bulafo. A friend of mine. And good evening to myself. You know how many times I've been burned? And good evening to myself. And he got in a lot of trouble for it. That Michael Jordan's a con man. Oh, boy, that was a tough ice moment for me. Oh, I didn't notice yeah, that I didn't at the time. To. Did you notice it, Michael? No, I didn't. You know what? I'm immune to it now. He's rude. He doesn't care. I, I moved. And he got in a lot of trouble for it. That Michael Jordan's a con man. That's wow, that's, I, how, how that's just miss? rude. How do we miss it? <laughs> Because Could, you know what we, we we we've like blocked it out, Don. He's just he's beyond like repair. Good evening to myself. One last time for a end of football. It, that's two interesting. The, the third one, this segment, your face gets smacked. Yeah. <laughs> you don't know how disrespectful you are when you that that that's oh, your, it's so bad. That's your crutch word for I'm out. Oh, it's so bad. It it, it, it it's it's that's why sometimes you, it's interesting. Yeah, that's but, why I know never, and that's why you sent me into my dad mode. That was what my dad used to say to me. You want to get your face smacked, or I'll smack wait a your, minute. Wait a I'll minute. I'll smack your, your face. Your pacifist dad, who worked for McGovern, actually would challenge you and say, he'd "Smack your face." Yeah, my dad wasn't always such a pacifist. Okay, I mean, he had his ups and downs. I met him at the wedding. He seemed very pacifistic. He he's a lovely guy, but he would threaten the face smack. Now I don't recall ever getting the face smack. I got the tush smack. But the the face smack was threatened a lot. A lot of I'll smack your face. Not as often. And, and the, you know what? Should I get the audio of this for the show? We should, would, do you think my dad would be embarrassed if I pulled audio from an old tape of him saying I'll smack your face? Yes. No, Howard Stern does it with his dad. And I have one. He said, he said, 
The my, this is the one my friends used to quote all the time. Is this nice? We would sit around watching my old family videos, and from mid eighties. And my dad would derail in the video. And then my friends would sit and just laugh and rewind it and watch over and over again. Because there's a video of my dad calling me, and I quote, the most obnoxious little creep. Why would your dad do that with the camera rolling? They, I mean, this is pre the, predates the time when people worried what would happen with the video. I mean, it was just for us to watch. Yeah. But like, so they would rent a camera in 1984. And they would think the entertaining thing to do with that camera would literally be to sit around with their friends on a Friday night. And in retrospect, they must have been off the boobange. I mean, it's the only thing that makes sense. Was this like the beginning of the key party or the end? Well, they didn't have key parties, Michael. That's Don's family. You're you're confusing. But they would clearly be doing something because they would sit around with the camera on and and literally read Shakespeare. Oh, my God. They would put on like a fake play. The people didn't know what to do with cameras in these days. This was no, not. I don't think your parents knew what to do with themselves. They're reading Shakespeare. They'd, they'd re- well, they was like joking reading Shakespeare. Oh yeah, because that's hilarious. You know what? I don't need you. Romeo, to... Romeo, where for out that Romeo? <sighs> Merchant of Venice. Let's talk about the New York Knicks. <laughs> Much rather do that. You guys want to hear from Sleepy Tom Bobo? <laughs> yes, like, that was the nickname. <laughs> we forgot. It was Sleepy Tom Bobo. <laughs> Let's hear from Coach Thibo Diau. Time for Sleepy Time Bobos. <laughs> <laughs> On the loss to the Celtics, night one. Yeah, you know, the, I thought the start of the game hurt us. And then I thought, you know, the second, third, and fourth, we played better. Every time we got down 8-10, we came back, and then got the lead. And then, you know, the, I think you know, four minutes to go, you know, missed free throws, fouls, you know, a couple of things could have gone either way. They, they went against us, but we got to find a way to, to get it done at the end. So, you know, you, I look at the, the mental errors. We got to clean that up. Uh, something hmm. happened to me either last night or today. I find it incomprehensible that we're breaking down, as Don would say, to a fine powder, the first game of an NBA season. And and and, and frankly, I, I I was a little short with our buddy Spike. Yeah, you know, like he's this coaching. This it's one of eighty-two. It doesn't matter. Well, but there, but people are excited. It's, it's all like, night. Night. You can't Come break on. it down like a football game. Come on, but wait a minute. You don't think? After like Yankee Met opening day, like later that day or the next day, we wouldn't break it down because it's opening day and we wouldn't be taking phone calls. Oh, I, I can't believe but Judge it, went over four. What's going on? Come on. Well, I'm a, that's fans. I don't think we'd come on and say that. No, but we would. We would come on and open and talk about it and yeah, discuss about it. Certain, but I mean, but you, you, you're gonna. Why did they bring in Julius Randle at the end when he well, wasn't shooting? Well, I this mean, this is an interesting take, Michael. Yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't know, and I've never felt like this. It's just that the NBA season is so long, and most of it's so irrelevant that they have to like have a rule in place yeah. to make players play 65 games, and I'm going to sit here and break down the fourth quarter of the first game of the season? I'm not doing it. I mean, uh, listen, the role I, you know, of Don LaGreca today is being played by Michael Well, well no, no, and by the, the, by the way, the, the, the role that Peter Rosenberg wishes he could play during baseball season is being played by <laughs> Michael Kay. I but mean, you're, you're, no, 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 you play the role with your silence. 
That's not as entertaining, though. I, I, now that I know we can just go, who cares? There's 162. I mean, you said it earlier, Michael. There was there was a feverish energy in the building last night. Like, clearly, this town is ready for this season. Now, I'm with you. Breaking down why they brought in Randall at the end of the game. I mean, it's their best player. I, I, I get it. That may have been Spike going a bit far, but to question why there's you know so the interest in talking. No, no, no. But but I get. I I broke it down. They didn't hit their free throws, and Randall and Brunson didn't hit their shots. Boom! There, you got it. That's why they lost. Hmm. Ah, this is. I don't know who I'm talking to. Who is is, Michael? Michael. And you know I love basketball. But it, I thought you did. breaking it down to a fine powder after one game, I'm sorry, I, I, I can't, I, I can't I, do it. I, I agree. Fundamentally, I agree with you. But I think on opening night, Nick Celtics, it's a little bit different. I, I agree with you. If the, if the season had opened like last week and the Knicks and Celtics played, this was like game five or six. But there's something about opening night. We were there. Yeah, I got it, and I broke it down. But I'll, I'll say this: after ten games, when they're two and eight, then we start to look at trends. Well, this is what's happening. Is what, then you could actually see this could affect the season. What happened last night is not affecting the season. Well, let's let's. I I would like to hear, um, not from Mister Sleepy Tom Bobo. Time for Sleepy Tom Bobos. <laughs> let's hear from Julius Randall. Disappointed in uh, in what happened there. Yeah, I mean, we didn't come up with the win. Um, you know, there's certain plays, obviously, that we wish we could have made, but we didn't. Uh, you know, it's a long season. We'll get back to it. And Jalen Brunson said he has to be better. I hold myself to a higher standard. I, have to, I just have to be better no matter what night it is. Um, if that's what being played, I gotta be the best whatever I can be. Really. Apparently, he was having that at a restaurant. Now, Chris Tapp's Porzingis... Um, Seem to enjoy the moment and having this big game back at Madison Square Garden. Awesome feeling to come back now with you know being a Celtic and, and play here. Even you know getting booed and, and getting all that. It's still cool. I, I really like that and, and enjoy that. But most importantly, like we won the game and very excited about what what we have ahead of us. And, and I wish the Knicks and the city and the organization nothing but the best. What what a missed opportunity with that dude demanding to be traded stupidity his brother is the one who forced it the guy has an unbelievable talent when he's healthy i mean he's seven four and he could shoot threes he does everything he should have been here forever stupidity stupidity although honestly it worked out better for him i don't i don't think for him i don't think it would have worked out for him here regardless Because unless they'd been able to build a team around him where he could have faded and played the, the, the role that he's playing now, I just don't think he was built for it. Well, if he was on this Nick team right now, he'd be the third best player. That's perfect for him. Would he have made it? He wouldn't have made it to now, though, here. I mean, well, he's, well, what he's, year is he? Year seven now? Eight? Yeah, he could have made it to now. Oh, I may be right. It's just hard for me to picture. It just seems like at some point they would have wanted him up out of here because he wouldn't have developed fully, or he would have. Well, been... let's put it this way: he's the one who wanted up out of here. He definitely did, though. That that's that. Don't rewrite history. I'm... One one thing about the Celtics, Peter. I wonder if you got this feel too. Mm-hmm. I'm worried about their bench. They're uh, not a deep team. They don't go like nine deep like the Knicks or ten. Knicks could go ten. Celtics are short. Uh, I agree. Their I... top seven very good, but after that, I agree. That that's fair. I mean, you get you once you get down past Horford um, and Pritchard. You, you get to Pritchard. There's not a lot of. I mean, these these names real deep on the bench that didn't play the yeah. coach's decisions. DNP is meat on the bone. Not. I mean, how about this? I, I don't know who these people are. You will. 
I don't know if I will. We'll break it down to a fine powder tomorrow. All right, cool. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Deshaun Watson is unsure of how long his shoulder injury is going to linger, which is not what you want to hear if you're a Cleveland Brown fan. Needs massage therapy. Let it linger. Do you have to? Do you have to? Do you have to? Let it linger. Right now, we're not in a space where I should be out there, he said on Thursday. Trying to get to a percentage where I can go out there and be very, very beneficial for the team. I got bad news for you, Deshaun. You have not been beneficial for that team yet since you got there, but at least you were super expensive. And by the way, add him to the not a Michael K kind of guy. Add add the Browns to uh, an organization that gave all that money to a guy, and it's been, it hasn't been worth a cent. Hasn't been worth a cent. I truly think karmically he's in the toilet because he was never willing to come out and admit anything. And, and, and karmically, the Browns are getting what they deserve. They got into bed with a guy who did obviously, allegedly bad things. And they said, you know what? We don't care. We'll give him 230 guaranteed million dollars. Yeah. And can you imagine if they had just been, if this team had just had a, a decent quarterback? Wait, is that where we signed Brissett from, right? Brissett came from Cleveland last year, correct? Yes. I, I, I don't know. I feel like if they just had a healthy Jacoby Brissett right now on that team, they'd be pretty damn good. Well, they scored 39 last they week. They did. Although that you can't really make sense of what happens week to week, so maybe they'll continue to do well. Um, Rick Carlisle agrees to a multi-year extension with your Indiana Pacers. Oh, got a win over the Wizards last night. Career win, 897. Man, we are old. He's 63. 13 seasons with the Mavericks, of course, between time and Indiana. One thing I'm going to tell you, Peter, and this is going to surprise you. Mm. Mm-hmm. He looks terrible bald. Like, you look great bald. Thank you. He looks awful. When he decided to shave it all off, bad look. There are certain people, and I don't want to name names, some we know, who I don't know why they make the decision. I just don't. I don't. Really? They have what enough hair. Be? They have enough hair. And I go, when you go all the way baldy, there's a reason. By the way, this is a little secret gem I'm going to give you right now. Oh, let, listen, get close to the speakers, everybody. Listen in and get close to the speakers. I'm not the best looking guy on planet Earth. Okay? I admit it. But, but. I am the best looking version of myself that I've ever been. Holding on to the little bit of hair, even though you might go, why are you doing it? Eh. Especially white men. Pay close attention. Because <laughs> black men have an advantage when it comes to the straight baldy. It looks a little better. Being a white guy with the complete bald head, there is a certain ghostly quality that's just not oh, great. I really don't know who you're talking about. You say we know them? Personally? Oh, Rick Carlisle. Yeah, we're no, talking about Rick Carlisle. You said there's some people that we know. Perhaps. Perhaps. Personally? Perhaps. 
So why don't you do what I was asking Michael to do years ago? You think Take I him sh- aside. I don't want. Or maybe to- use this platform to wake him up. Who is it? How dangerous is this? <laughs> I don't know who it is. All right, so all right, I don't you know, know how dangerous. But it is. I haven't said it to him directly. So my bad guy. If I say on the air, I think that they should consider well, growing some hair back. I want to know. I want to be able to paint a mental picture. Michael, do you know who he's talking about? No, I Give really don't. He's he has he has completely befuddled me. My point is, though, can you I'll, give me an, an initial? No, I would get it that easy. Yeah, interesting. Is the first name start with a C? Oh. No, let's talk about it later because I have to make a decision now on if I'm going to do this because I don't want to air someone out and then have them be offended by it. Because I'd really not... give them a call on the way home. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Because you're right. It shouldn't. It shouldn't. The first time he hears it should not be on the air. on the air. Yeah, but but the fact of the matter is, I'm just saying. A lot of times people go, well, why would you keep it? And it, it's annoying because I have to go to the barber at least once a week. You have to like keep it low to not look like I'm ridiculous. But it is powerful to keep a little bit of hair on top. They jump to the baldy, Michael, and it's a big mistake. But you have you 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 would still look. You didn't have hair. But I'd have a huge. I'd have a Sherman Helmsley. Wow, so you I look terrific. I have enough hair to keep a little yeah, here. Garfunkel. The Garfunkel is a different level. I mean, I don't. I mean, he's even beyond Helmsley. <laughs> Gallagher. Gallagher, if you will. Is Gallagher no longer with us? You know what? He, yeah. I think he did pass just, on. I yes. think he did pass on. But well, let's just double check before we get tweets. No, I think it was recent, too. Yeah, it was. Don, what do we have? I would like to bring that back if it's possible. Not right now? He passed away, yeah, November 11th, uh, 2022. So we're coming up on the, the one year anniversary. Well, we're going to have a vigil on the show. Smash some watermelons. He was more than that, Michael. Yeah, he was. I was just going <laughs> to. Although say he, that. he went on to, I think, have some pretty rough uh, political stances and got into it with a few people. I heard. It. I don't know where I heard it, but Gallagher had some rough moments there. I think towards the end. Um, hmm. Dusty Baker is is calling it quits, guys. Michael, you predicted this. Not surprising, but twenty six seasons. As manager, the 74-year-old Dusty Baker, who finally got his ring with the Astros. Guys, it, let's be honest. It's the only good thing about the Astros championships, in my opinion. That's why he was so valuable to them. Yeah. It, it, it was, that, it was that cool, was an man. Image thing. I, I think that was intentional. Oh, because yeah. Because he was so he, nice and He everything. is so beloved by yeah. everybody. And and it was cool that he got it. He was so close in Washington, of course, and then he ends up getting it. And close with the Giants. Yeah, the Giants. Remember, remember 02, so let's call him 21 years ago, his, uh, his bat boy son. I think Who's it was now in the minor leagues? Old. Hey, here's some stats on the great so Dusty, Dusty Baker. Dusty's like us, Michael. He had a child late in life. The 74 yeah. year old Baker, uh, seventh with t- 2,183 wins. Elig- uh, and all eligible managers with 2,000 wins are in the Hall of Fame. He became the first black manager to reach that milestone and would be the first inducted into Cooperstown. Baker's uh, defending World Series champion Astros lost to the Rangers, of course, in the ALCS. Now, don't you think, guys, at, at 74 years old, with him being such an absolute shoe-in for the Hall of Fame, in baseball, do you have to wait five years also? Yeah, you do, and I think it's ridiculous. They, th- this should be one where if they read the room, seeing as he'd be the first black manager in this situation, you read the room and you do it next year while he's alive. Yeah, because I think... There's no way he's not going. And I never understood that, Michael. The reason they have that in place in all sports is because of the quote-unquote embarrassment 
of that player coming back while in the Hall of Fame. If so what? Like when Guy Lafleur came back in the NHL, I mean, it was the it was cool. Like, you don't think it would actually add to and it that Jim, a Hall of Famer when, comes back? When Jim Palmer came back as a Hall of Famer, so what? Yeah, so what? Exactly. If they're a Hall of Famer, put them in right away. Especially as you said, when you get to your mid seventies. Yeah, it's 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 really ill advised, and I'm not saying that Dusty's going anywhere. But why the wait? Hey, hey, look why, a, why wait? How long did they wait for Bill Parcells? Because Parcells, oh, he might come back. So what if he comes back? And then Gibbs ended up. I think Gibbs was in the hall when he came back, didn't he? Yeah. Oh yeah, Gibbs. Was so did, there. was did they did he die of embarrassment? Did the league fold? I mean, it ended up becoming a cool story. Well, because Gibbs was out the first time in like '93, and then he came back in the early 2000s. He was yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, but did that, uh, did, no, that I, just I, added to the story, didn't it? I I, I don't get Michael, it. Michael, what's the logic, man? I don't get it. Reach out to someone, Michael, because Dusty should go in. They, I would do it like wrestling. If this was WWE, he'd go in this year. Here's yeah. how silly baseball is. You ready? Sure. One of the few people that they waved it for was Clemente. He was dead. Well, what would be the big deal if he, they waited five years? You want to get people in while they're alive. He died in a tragic accident, and then they put him in the next year. Now, he was a shoe-in. Should have been unanimous. But so was Dusty. But uh, Absolutely. So give it to somebody when they can still enjoy it. But if the only logic is because... Uh, how about how long they waited, Don, on Ron Santo? And they finally gave it to him when he was dead. Yeah, it's 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 not good. All right, uh, Victor Wembayama debuted last yeah. night for the San Antonio Wemby, Spurs. We, we went foul trouble. Right? Had foul trouble. That's right. He picked up two quick ones in the first quarter. Um, when he returned back in the fourth quarter, he was back on the bench 26 seconds later after picking up his fifth foul for reaching in on Doncic. Um, he scored nine points. He played 23 minutes. Um, he ended up finishing with 15 on six of nine shooting, including three of five from three, guys. Five rebounds, two assists, two steals, one block. He lost to the Mavericks, but you got to see a taste of what he's capable of. But... Uh, had those had that foul trouble, guys. This weekend, I know you're probably not particularly interested, but I am. MMA great Francis Ngannou is going to take on Tyson Fury, the greatest heavyweight of his generation. Um, Boy, is that a mouthful? Mm. What shows you how bad the heavyweights are? No, Fury's the man. I, I, I'm sorry, Tyson Fury's the man, dude. Uh, how would Tyson Fury do against Joe Frazier, Mike Tyson, uh, uh, Ali, Larry I know Holmes? This, I know this is not a popular take. Right. I think Fury would be a problem for anyone. He is so big and so savvy and so hard to deal with. I, I don't know, man. I, I'm, I, he, I've grown to really appreciate how awkward and impressive Fury is. That I, I think he's going to crush Ngano, even though I love him as an MMA fighter. Though Ngano, and what is pretty fun about this fight. He's being trained in boxing by Mike Tyson. So here's Mike Tyson uh, getting under the skin of Tyson Fury's dad at the presser today. Francis! 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 Wait, Fury's dad is Francis? in the world. And they was here to call me a liar. I'm here oh. with folks to be the hardest man in the world. Let's get him on. Let's get it on. So that was, no, no, no. Tyson Fury is fighting Francis Ngannou oh, in the okay. middle of his spiel. Uh, Tyson started chanting Francis incessantly. Here's Fury and Ngannou going at each other. Oh, what he brings on the night, I'm knocking you spark out on Saturday night. Game over. Out cold. I no problem. Out cold. I think you said out 
Stand up, friend. Out cold. Stand up. Stand up. Knock Spark yes. out. Out Without a doubt. That right hand. So there you have it. That is Saturday afternoon from Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. 2 o'clock p.m. Ah, it's going to get a big audience. You, are you being sarcastic? 2 p.m. in the States in the afternoon? Yeah, I don't think he's going to do quite well. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't see what the numbers were for the Logan Paul fight uh, last week, but I tuned in. That'll do it for ENN, by the way. That's right. On this Thursday evening. You know, Thank we you. also forgot Dusty got Bartman in 2003. That's right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.